You talking about football? Yeah, football. NFC North. Let's talk football. Welcome back, everybody. This is Headed North, an NFC North podcast, and I am your host, Detron. Well, guess what? I finally paid the rent, so we're back. It's been like, I don't know, two or three weeks, but honestly, I just didn't want to get on here and tell you about a whole bunch of nothing happening at the tail end of the off season. I wanted to wait till we had something tangible that we can talk about, and now we do because preseason week one has come and gone, and we got some really tangible things to hold on to for the teams out of the North. Now, I'm going to give you a disclaimer before we get into today's topics. I can only gleam so much from week one preseason football. There's a lot that still needs to happen before the season starts, but I do want to point out some of the highlights coming out of preseason week one in case you didn't get a chance to watch all four teams play this week. We're going to get into the Vikings taking an L against Seattle. We're going to talk about the Lions squeaking one out against the Giants, the Packers running up the score on the Bengals, and Welcome to Chicago, DJ Moore, and how the Bears pulled off a defeat against the Titans. But before we get into all of that, I want to tell you about our sponsor. The sponsor hasn't changed, even though we've been off for a couple of weeks. want to tell you all about our sponsor, OffRackShop.com. OffRackShop.com is an online thrift store. They've got a ton of stuff for men and women's clothing, accessories, shoes, and more. So if you haven't already, head over to OffRackShop.com. You can find a link to 15% off in our show notes. Definitely take advantage of that. And thank you to the team over at OffRackShop.com for sponsoring Headed North Podcast. All right, we are going to get the show kicked off with the Minnesota Vikings. Now, Minnesota did not win the preseason one. And you know what? You probably aren't all that surprised at that. There was no Kirk Cousins. There was no Justin Jefferson. There was no Matson. There was none of your big name players. We did see the debut of Jordan Addison, which was kind of cool, but this was a Vikings team that was being led by Nick Mullins as your starting QB going against a Seattle Seahawks team being led by Drew Locke. And you know what? This game worked out to be sort of what you expected it would. There was not a whole lot of firepower, not a lot of excitement in the game, just the the coaches really getting a chance to evaluate talent and what they have in their second uh, and third units. What I will say is there were a couple of people that stood out. Um, Nick Mullins, he did an okay job as a backup quarterback. Didn't really throw the game away, but he clearly didn't win it for him because they lost. Uh, There was uh, some pretty decent play from Rager at wide receiver. Four catches, 55 yards. Uh, Minnesota's defense actually didn't look half bad, which with all of the number of players that have been replaced or swapped out on that defense, you would have thought that it would look pretty rough, but again, not working with the full starting squad. Uh, They ended up with a sack and a pick, so not a whole lot. Actually, the game was pretty close, and Minnesota had the momentum until a muffed punt return uh, by Thayer Thomas, which if you're an NFL football player on the fringe of making a team, the last thing you want to do is be the person that gives away seven points. And while they didn't score off of this muffed punt, what did happen is it swung the momentum in Seattle's way. Seattle then went on to have Drew Locke uh, throw a touchdown against Minnesota's defense. 
And that's really what started the sort of downhill spiral for the Minnesota Vikings against the Seattle Seahawks. There were a couple of miscues on defense toward the tail end of the game as well that led Minnesota to losing 24-13 to to the Seattle Seahawks. Again, not a whole lot could be gleaned from Minnesota and what they got going on other than there's another person out there that can catch the ball other than Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison who got his first catch. You also had Rager again, four catches, 55 yards. He looked pretty good, was solid hands. That was probably one of the better spots for the Minnesota Vikings in a game that just didn't look complete but with a grain of salt it's preseason week one we're not gonna get too high and we're not gonna get too low on Minnesota because they didn't have uh Kurt at the helm who again last season of his deal probably coming to to show everybody what he still got in the tank next we're gonna head over to another game which wasn't all that exciting for the majority of it that's the Detroit Lions the Detroit Lions took on the Giants, which there was some chatter coming into this preseason week one game because the Detroit Lions didn't look good in the joint practice that had taken place with the the Giants. And so there was some skepticism on all of the hype that was centered around the Detroit Lions, as you can imagine, because Detroit has been known to let you down before. And coming into the game, it sort of started as a letdown. Sudfeld, who I have been critical of as a backup quarterback, as the backup quarterback to Jared Goff, Sudfeld came out on his very first throw and threw a pick. And he threw another pick in the game. And he didn't throw for any touchdowns. But he did put up like 194 passing yards. But again, two picks in the game to start it off. And the Detroit Lions defense didn't really look improved now again you are not seeing most of the starters on offense and defense at least not in a full array of plays and so that is to be expected but they were giving up some plays and some yardage to the Giants really early on who of course is running with their backup quarterback because they're not going to start Danny Dimes throughout the game the Lions just I mean they were sort of just hanging in there uh which is what they do until One big play, one big play by Maurice Alexander, a punt return for 95 yards, and you could see the light switch flip for the Detroit Lions. That gave them all the momentum that they needed. And on top of that return, there was a two-point conversion with Jameis Williams that showed us exactly why we want him on the field, and we'll get him on the field in six weeks or so. He was able to pull that thing down with someone draped over top of him and make it look easy. That's the kind of pickup that the Lions will definitely need come midseason. But it was nice to see him on the field for preseason week one. One nice shining spot was Julian Okora was able to get three sacks in the game. And the Lions defense ended up with five sacks overall. So that was definitely a positive from the defensive side of the ball to see that there are some backup defensive linemen waiting in the wing behind Kaminsky and Hutchison. But the game was not very exciting. Ultimately, the Lions pulled it out 21-16 to after getting a late-game interception on the Giants' QB and closing it out. Uh, so, not, again, a whole lot that you can glean from the Lions. The starters for the Detroit Lions are 
pretty much set. Everyone else is vying for positions as support roles. And so there was not a lot that came out in the way of who might be very impressive for the Detroit Lions uh, in the second unit or even third unit, except for maybe Brian Branch, who who knows whether he'll get some starting action, uh, but he did have a few tackles there that looked pretty good. Shout out to the Detroit Lions for getting their first win. Not really an impressive fashion, but they got it. So that's really all that matters. Next, we are looking at the Packers. Now, of course, you know that all offseason, I have been talking about and everyone has been talking about the moving piece that was Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, and that meant it was Jordan Love's team to lead. And so Jordan Love did play a series for preseason week one for the Green Bay Packers. Jordan Love went seven for 10, and he connected with Dobbs on a touchdown pass, which looked pretty good. He looked very starting quarterback-like in his seven passes that, that landed. I am still hoping that Jordan Love is halfway decent, so this can make for a really good divisional year because I think there is some real talent within the division. With that being said, I was more excited to see Sean Clifford, the rookie quarterback out of Penn State, get his look. And it started a little shaky. Um, he he was out throwing a couple of picks. He was trying to fit him in tight windows. But eventually, he finished with throwing 20 of 26 overall. Sean Clifford actually didn't look half bad after he got the interceptions out of his system. He was fitting him in tight windows. He was using his legs. He was doing a little bit of everything. I think he is going to be... Uh, one of the storylines coming out of this um, preseason game is how he really solidifies himself as that second quarterback. And could he potentially be vying for a starting role if Jordan Love is not the Jordan Love that they drafted him to be? But again, all of that is up in the air. It's just preseason week one. But again, Sean Clifford started a little rocky. He was able to turn it around, get... A pretty good completion uh, percentage overall. Green Bay ran the score up on um, the Bengals. Green Bay put up 36 to the Bengals, 19. It wasn't close to the, toward the tail end of the game. One of the individuals that played a huge role in that was Emmanuel Wilson. Now, I'm not familiar with Emmanuel Wilson. And we already know running backs in Green Bay are definitely starting at third and fourth. Because we already know who the first and the second are. Uh, but Emmanuel Wilson put up... 80-yard run where they barely touched him. I don't know if they did touch him, honestly. He put on the burners, and he finished with six rushes for 111 yards. Emmanuel Wilson looks to be very talented, and he's pretty quick, too. I mean, he's got wheels. How are they going to utilize Emmanuel Wilson in the offense when you've already got Dylan and Jones? Like, those guys are clearly your one and your two. So is there room in there to run some kind of um, third down play specifically for Wilson? Or is he the kind of individual that may find more value on a different team because they already have a first and a second holding down that spot? Or could he be a viable option for backing up Jones when it's time for Jones's contract to be done? 
Who knows? There's a lot that could happen within a season, specifically around running backs, because that position has been uh, evolving quite a bit over this last year. But just know that Emmanuel Wilson came and put his name on that game. Definitely stood out as a player to watch and pay attention to. If you are a Packers fan, uh, maybe you already knew about him, and maybe I'm just late to the game. But if you didn't, definitely take a look for him. He put up some solid performance numbers in preseason week one against a Bengals team, which looked like they were hurting for some uh, momentum. All right. Uh, And lastly, we're going to go to the game that I was most excited about seeing, and that's the Chicago Bears with their revamped offense and improved defense taking on the Tennessee Titans. Let me first say welcome to Chicago DJ Moore. One catch, 62 yards, to the house. Watching DJ Moore catch that pass and take off, I could only imagine the joy that Justin Fields felt when he saw that play happen. He's like, I got a real, true number one weapon. Like, I've got a real weapon that other, that defenses have to game plan for. That was such a welcome to Chicago moment that I don't think it could have been any better. I'm glad he only caught the the one pass, the one attempt, and get out of the game uh, to show them what he really could do and what he's going to bring to the Chicago team. I'm excited to see those two link up. But another person who had a score, who showed what he can do in the open field, was Khalil Herbert. Now, we had seen Khalil Herbert play already. But without having Montgomery in the backfield to share time with, Khalil Herbert may become that featured back for the Chicago Bears. And if he does, he showed that he can receive, he can catch the ball out of the backfield, he can get downfield, he can make people miss, and he can score. Because he did that. But of course, the center of all of this is Justin Fields. Now, Justin Fields had three passing attempts. Two of them went for touchdowns, and he put up 129 passing yards. Justin Fields is going to be a dangerous player to watch, a dangerous player to play against this year. I have been talking about Chicago's ability to go 9-7 and seven this year, and I truly believe that they can make a run for the playoffs because they have improved that much. Now, am I blowing smoke because it's preseason week one? Maybe, but did you see the way DJ Moore caught that ball and took off? If you did, you've got to have faith in their ability to link up throughout the year, and you've got to know that that's going to improve their chances to win some games. I mean, some big games, but other than that, let's talk about a thing that was really important for Chicago, and that was improved defense. Chicago had multiple picks this game against the Titans. They had multiple sacks, like seven of them. It was ridiculous. Uh, Between Levis and Malik Willis, I don't know who went down more. And they forced three fumbles. This was a really good showing by the Chicago Bears. And despite the score only being 23-17, to they didn't blow them out necessarily. But they didn't allow any touchdowns through the air. Right? This is Chicago we're talking about. Didn't allow any touchdowns through the air. Two picks, seven sacks, three forced fumbles. Now, sure, it's against the Tennessee Titans who are trying to figure out who their starters are going to be, and that team is is in some transition right now. But come on, you cannot tell me that Chicago Bears aren't a better team. And if you tell me that, you're clearly not paying attention because Justin Fields is dangerous, 
DJ Moore is definitely dangerous. And if they can keep Khalil Herbert healthy, you've got some real possibilities to win some games, Chicago. So I am here rooting for Chicago Bears. Of course, I don't want them to win more games than the Lions because I want the Lions to win a division because I am biased. I won't lie. But it's good to have some real, true, talented individuals in the division. It's going to make everybody have to step up their game. So I'm just excited to see all of this play out. Coming up week two, let me tell you who we got. So in preseason week two, we've got uh, Saturday, the Lions are going up against the Jaguars. You're going to have the Chicago Bears going against the Colts on Saturday. You'll have the Green Bay Packers taking on the New England Patriots. And then you'll have the Minnesota Vikings heading over to Tennessee to see what they can do with the team that the Chicago Bears just beat. So all of these games are coming up this upcoming week. And I know, remember, it's just preseason. I get it. But I'm glad to see that football is back. I know it's preseason. We're coming up on week two. But we got some real data points for individuals who we're going to see in the season. And hopefully some of these individuals are going to make impacts. Like, again, Emmanuel Wilson, I think, has the ability to do that. Rager at wide receiver in Minnesota. Khalil Herbert. uh, DJ Moore, of course. Uh, So we'll see. We even had a Cole Beasley sighting in New York as they played the Detroit Lions. There's a lot that's going to happen in this season. So I really hope you are all tuned in to the podcast as we recap each week of NFC North football. As always, if you haven't already, if you're still at this point in the show, first, I want you to know I really appreciate it. Like, Like, seriously, appreciate it. Secondly, can you hit like the like button if you're listening to it somewhere or thumbs up? maybe a review, rate the show, give me some feedback, all of that stuff. I really do appreciate it. Visit our sponsors at offrackshop.com. And if you decide to come back next week, which I really hope you do, make sure you got your bags packed because we are headed north. I'm Detron. Peace. You talking about football? Yeah, football. NFC. North. Then let's talk football.